Hello, and welcome back to Indie Author Weekly. This is the podcast for indie authors, aspiring authors, and curious bookworms who want the inside scoop, tips, and motivation, and behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. I'm your host, Sagan Morrow, a productivity strategist and author of polyamorous rom-coms. Now, have you ever wondered how to deal with imposter syndrome as a writer, or whether established authors ever have confidence issues? Well, that is what we are discussing on today's episode of Indie Author Weekly. For new and returning listeners, you can now get all Indie Author Weekly podcast episodes, plus book and writing updates, delivered directly to your inbox each week at saganmorrow.com slash behind the scenes. Link is in the show notes. Now, let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly Podcast. Today, I want to share about a huge obstacle that I recently faced with writing my current work in progress, Small Town Stilettos, A Modern Marriage of Convenience. As you will know if you listen to episode 105 of this Indie Author Weekly Podcast, I'm pressing pause just for a short while on that novel. But before I decided to press pause on it, I was really struggling with writing it. It was the strangest thing. I wanted to work on it. I was excited about the story. I loved the characters. And I had my awesome feedback from beta readers. But I was having such a hard time sitting down and writing it. Finally, I decided I needed to take a step back so that I could really analyze what on earth was going on. And that's when I realized that I was going through a really bad case of imposter syndrome. I was questioning everything about myself, my skills and abilities as a writer and a storyteller. I felt ridiculously insecure about my books. Somehow, I had lost my confidence. The timing wasn't great because I had a few podcast interviews to talk about my Polyamorous Passions rom-com series. And... To be honest, the first couple podcast episodes where I was interviewed, they didn't really turn out that great. Um, I was feeling so much imposter syndrome that I had a really hard time talking about my novels. But then I had an interview on the Read It With Whiskey podcast, and the host, Laura, had actually read my most recent novel, Her Bad Idea. So we could have a great conversation on her podcast about my book from that perspective of her own experience having actually read the novel. That was awesome. It was so fun to talk about my book with someone who has read and really enjoyed it. It definitely gave me a boost and contributed to me getting some of my confidence back. Now, part of the reason why I had avoided admitting the imposter syndrome to myself for so long in this instance is that it felt embarrassing. I don't like needing to admit that a part of me craves external validation. I'm the kind of person who likes to keep my head down, focus on just doing my work, and keep moving along. I don't want to want external validation. In fact, it didn't even occur to me until this whole experience that I'd even thought of the need for external validation as a weakness. So that's a whole thing that I'm going to need to work through because it should be okay to want other people's approval. We don't need to do everything on our own. 
Sometimes I think that when we are authors or solopreneurs or even just introverts, we get so used to doing things alone that we feel as though that is where all of our strength is. Maybe we want to be more independent than we are. Maybe we get to the point where we want to be self-reliant because it feels easier. If we only have to rely on ourselves, then we never have to worry about what anyone else thinks, and we don't have to give anyone else our power, as it were. This means that if or when we get a bad case of imposter syndrome, it feels that much more vulnerable because we don't feel as much as though we are in control and we don't feel as independent, and we maybe even feel like we let ourselves down. We aren't as strong as we thought we were, perhaps. Again, there's a lot more that I'm going to need to, de to delve into and unpack with my own preconceived notions and feelings about this stuff. I'm pretty sure that all of this is going to be inspiration for a character in one of my next novels. Do you feel this way too? Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Share your thoughts on Twitter or Instagram and tag me at SaganLives so we can discuss it. Anyway, I don't know exactly how or when or why the imposter syndrome crept up on me, and I don't know exactly how or when or why I got over it. I do think that besides the external validation, it did have a lot to do with finally admitting to myself that I was feeling that insecure. Once I had labeled it as such, I could face it and walk myself through why my feelings are not facts. By the way, labeling our feelings is something that I actually teach inside Productivity Powerhouse. If you want to learn more about how to accurately label what you are going through so that you can start to work through it, then that program can help you a lot with that. And then you can get back on track with making progress on your projects and goals. Join Productivity Powerhouse at saganmorrow.com powerhouse. Now, normally in these episodes, I like providing you with practical, actionable tips or step-by-step -step guides for how to overcome these kinds of obstacles. But honestly, I don't really have an immediate solution for you. Imposter syndrome is hard. It's something we need to work through. I guess what I really want you to take away from this episode of Indie Author Weekly is that no one is immune to imposter syndrome. I have published seven novellas, which have gotten amazing feedback from readers, and prior to that, I made my living as a freelance writer. I am a professional writer, and imposter syndrome still came at me. When I was talking this through with one of my besties, Alana, at Arborophile on Instagram, she shared with me a quote that she had recently stumbled across, which went something like this. The undergrad says, I know everything. The master's grad says, I know nothing. And the PhD grad says, no one knows anything. So maybe you're getting to the point of being a master's grad as an author, Alana told me. Well, I don't know about that, but I do find some comfort in the idea that if we feel like we aren't very good, maybe that's a sign that we are actually pretty decent. And that, my friend, is a wrap for today's episode of Indie Author Weekly. Access the show notes for this episode, including all links and additional resources, at saganmorrow.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
please take two minutes to rate and review Indie Author Weekly on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate your support. Until next week, this is Sagan Morrow, signing off the Indie Author Weekly Podcast.